Reading the Bible can encourage a person in their relationship with the Lord as much as any other spiritual discipline. The Christian Standard Bible is an English translation that strives to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity. The CSB maintains accuracy while remaining easy to read. It is a translation that pastors can feel confident preaching from and the person in the pew can feel comfortable reading from in their own devotional time. The Word of God is living and effective, transforming the hearts of people, and our hope is that CSB is useful in more people being encouraged to read the Bible and share it with others. Learn more at csbible.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today, we are going to talk about everlasting love. You know, I was toying with so many different names for this podcast and Grace and Love at Home was one of the names I was thinking about, but I finally decided on everlasting love because that's something we all crave in family life. We sometimes miss the forest because the trees get in the way. So in this podcast, we cover ways to have a family that is filled with grace and love. I want to thank our sponsor, the Christian Standard Bible. Check out more at csbible.com. And we so appreciate our sponsors. Uh, That keeps the proverbial lights on um, for our network. And we are so thankful uh, to have such a wonderful sponsor. You can find the show notes for today's episode at Vintage Homeschool Moms. Look for Everlasting Love. And this is episode 327. And I have a very special handout for you at the very end. So be sure to get that. It will be something uh, you can enjoy using with your children. Well, I believe that all moms hope and pray that their children understand how much we love them. You know, I do. And I know that as our kids get older, and I've been blessed to have five uh, that were homeschooled um, all the way through. My last two did some dual enrollment, but they were still classified as homeschooling. And I had the opportunity to be part of their lives, and I was so blessed with that opportunity. And, you know, when they were little, and I think back, so much of our day um, was making sure that they you know, stayed alive, especially when they were mobile and they were little. We'd cover electrical outlets, put barriers on the stairs, rails on the beds. I put locks on the cabinets and decided not to use toxic chemicals because what if they got into it, you know, so started to go um, all green using things like vinegar and, um, you know, putting the bleach way up high and barely even using that. And I know that there are all different types of moms that are overly protective, the lovey-dovey, gushy moms, 
uh, the ones who say I love you by being strict. Um, But it all boils down to the same thing. We want our kids to understand that they are loved. And this goes for our relationship with our spouse as well. You know, as an aside, it's sometimes difficult as busy parents who have so many things going on at the same time uh, to separate discipline from anger. And I've done some podcasts on this in the past, but I really feel like I want to do more on this topic because a lot of times when we're upset, we discipline our kids and that can ruin our relationship with them. Um, Because they're not going to remember all of the good things that we've done. They only remember that one bad thing or that injustice. Uh, I still can remember in third grade um, being uh, disciplined and I had to go to my room and I remember sitting there screaming, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And all of a sudden, my throat hurts and I'm screaming super loud. And I finally had a moment where I had some clarity and I thought, why am I screaming that when I did do it? And, you know, those times come and yet I remember at the at that point, you know, feeling that my parents had been vindicated, but how often um, do we discipline and punish our kids and they feel it's an injustice and they don't even know what they did wrong. Ask your kids, do you know what you did wrong? And half the time they'll say, no, I don't. I don't know why I'm getting in trouble. And those kinds of things will ruin relationships and we we don't even know about it. And just, you know, we have to be in prayer as parents because we have to have God's grace to be able to do what we do. Um, you know, it's, it's a thankless job, um, but it is also the most rewarding job you will ever have. God's love is unconditional. He loves us no matter what we do, but he hates the sin. However, he loves a sinner. And that's a difficult concept to explain to our children. In 1 John 4, 8, it says, The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. You know, I've told my now grown-up kids that they will always be my babies. My home has displays of pictures instead of art. In my eyes, those pictures are priceless art to me. How do we take that love for our children and translate it into the everlasting love that will last their lifetime? I believe that only happens with faith and only God can give me the grace I need each and every day. Yes, there are things I can do and you can do to encourage love within your family, but often it's the grace from above that sustains us. I want you to remember these points, and there's 10 of them. Number one, love is shown without words. There are people that say, I love you all the time, but their actions do not match up with that love. Love is when we're sitting there and the kids are sick or bringing them you know, chicken soup or making chicken soup when it's cold out or, or they have a cold or taking the time to sit there and listen when they're talking and we're so exhausted that all we want to do is go to bed. That's how you show love. Love is sacrifice. And I think that's all I need to say about that because we all know love is sacrifice. Love is never equal. If we expect love to be equally parsed out with each of our children loving us back the way we love them, it's not going to happen. And as I explained to my kids, God gives us expanding love. He doesn't just give us, you know, 
half a cup of love and we have to share that with all of our kids. No, our hearts expand for each and every child we have. Love is never fair. If we're looking for fair, don't look, don't look at love for that. It just isn't. Love must be authentic or it isn't real. You can't fake love. You know, people try, um, they may, you know, give a bunch of gifts, but their attitudes are, you know, work is more important or, um, you know, there's always an excuse. And something I want to say about excuses, excuses only make the person who is giving the excuse feel better. Because really and truly, when it all comes down to it, most people don't care what excuse you have. They just either want the job done, you know, think of it. Um, as in construction, you know, my husband's in construction and he always says, if he promises to be there, he better be there, whether he has a flat tire or not. Those people don't care about an excuse. They just want the job done. And, you know, that's how I, I feel about, you know, fake love, that there is no excuse for love that's not authentic. Love takes work. It takes time. It takes being there. It takes being present, not being, um, you know, reading a book when your kids come in and not willing to put it away or not even looking at your kids or the minute that they walk in, you know, you, you start, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do your chores? Instead of saying hi, giving them a hug and loving them where they are right then. And then later discussing some of the things that need to be done. Love may not be reciprocated. You know, you may love unconditionally and it may not be reciprocated and that hurts. Love can be heartbreaking and love is worth it. You know, God made us to be love and God made us to love. And if we're filled with the love of God, that love will spill over to those in our family and our friends. My co-author on the Media Angels Creation Science Series, Jill Whitlock, who went to be with the Lord in 2007, was one of those people that was often asked the question, what's different about you? Why are you so happy? People would say, I want what you have. What she had was the love of God. She went from atheist to agnostic to Christian. And she didn't just talk about God. She showed the love of God to others. She was supercharged. I remember working on some books and when we first got started, she just grabbed my hands and, you know, here I am a Catholic and she's was a, I think she was like Assembly of God or, you know, at one point and then she was Baptist. She, she went to a lot of different churches, but regardless, she sat there with me and she starts this extemporaneous prayer. She's just starting and she's going, you know, praise you, Jesus, and going on and on and on. At like at one point, I'm sitting there and I like peek open one eye to see, and she's still going strong, you know, and I finally kind of squeezed her hand because it had been about 20 minutes, you know, we needed to get started with work because our husbands were babysitting our kids, our kids were all little. And, um, and she goes, in Jesus' name, amen. And she goes, what's the first thing to tackle? So I had a whole list and... Uh, one was contacting a um, author to see if we could use, uh, with permission, part of the information in his book. And she goes, okay. And, you know, I had the phone number and everything. So she picks up the phone and she dials him and she goes, um, I would like to speak to, you know, and she said his name. 
and actually it was Dennis Peterson. I'm surprised I'm remembering this now. And, um, and he said, this is Dennis. And she goes, well, thank you and praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And, you know, and she's just laughing and, and tells him what we want to do. And he says, absolutely. You know, you have my permission and I'll send it to you in writing. And she gave him my address and hung up the phone and she goes, okay, what's the next thing we need to do? And I was just, just in awe of this lady who just trusted in God for everything. I mean, our manuscripts one time, um, the wrong copy got saved over the newer copy. And she looked at it and she goes, that's okay. The enemy's not going to keep us down. We are going to just keep going. And I can type, you know, 95 words per minute. Give me that document. And I'm, you know, because we had it printed out, but, you know, the wrong copy was electronic. And she just sat there and just praised Jesus and just did it. I mean, we had computer issues. She'd pray over the computer. She taught me so much that I'm like that now. And it was because of her example. That's what we need to be to our children, our family, our our loved ones. And the only way to do that is to be filled by the Lord yourself. Everlasting love is a reminder that God loves us and we should spend time daily in the Word, in prayer, and in quiet. Model this for your children. Ask God for the grace for those situations that come up in life that we can't deal with. He is there for you. As I record this, it is the month of February, and I'm reminded of the world's idea of love with candy, flowers, and gifts. Those are great, yet it is still a reminder to us to celebrate love this month. And in our homes, our kids, you know, can say, um, you know, we're not feeling the love. And believe me, you bring out that chocolate candy or that candy and they're going to be feeling the love immediately, especially in our home because my kids say that I deprive them of candy. So in these few times they get treats, they feel that they're really treasured. Remember to talk to your children. Remind them you love them. Remind them that it is out of love I care for you, that you reprimand or punish. Say I love you when you see your children, when they go to bed at night. I end phone calls with I love you. Write love notes. Encourage them to write love notes to each other. Keep track, keep a stack of red construction paper with scripture verses. I've included a sheet for you to print out here in the show notes. And that's what I wanted to give all of you so that you can have a template to follow. And um, I didn't include a blank one, actually. Um, I'll, I'll add that to it because this um, recording hasn't gone out yet. But I have one that you can just print out that has sayings on it already, but I'll include some blank ones as well so that you can just cut those out and write what you want to write to your children. My husband tells our children, home is where you should feel safe, where you should come up to us with your problems and concerns, where you know you're loved and we are here for you all the time, not only in good times, but when you are struggling. Everlasting love, that is the greatest gift we can give our children. So I hope you enjoy the printables. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.